Hello, hello, hello. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, the CEO at 321BizDev LLC. You can find us on the web at 321BizDev.com. And our telephone number is 415-465-1700. And 321BizDev LLC is located in Sacramento County on the West Coast. It's almost 6 a.m. I just finished another podcast episode for another uh, organization that I run. And I wanted to do this quick podcast episode titled, Did You Know Most Professional Practitioners Do Not See Themselves as Salespeople? So this has been something that I, that I have seen, I would say, for the last 10 years. And I never really talked about it in depth because it's a sensitive subject. And I think it's time now to talk about it. And the reason why I'm doing this second podcast episode right after the first is because my voice sounds better in the morning. Uh, Here in California, we have uh, a lot of, um, I mean, not we, but I have allergies. So after about 12 o'clock noon, my voice changes. And uh, that's the reason why I used to uh, work as a club DJ like uh, late night because my voice, the, the, the stuff in the air here in California does not show up in the club. It's, it's, the, the air is great. And uh, I think it's because I grew up next to the beach there in, in Florida. And then I, I lived in San Francisco and then I moved out to the valley in Sacramento. And there's a lot of dust. There's a lot of cow stuff. There's a lot of, um, you know, uh, they call it dander. And, and, and stuff in the air. And I'm just not used to that. I'm used to that coastal, you know, breeze with the humidity, uh, Florida humidity in it. And I'm used to the moisture. So that's why I'm doing the show back to back. But most white collar salespeople, they don't see themselves as salespeople. And that has been indirectly hurting them. And what I mean by indirectly is because it's not really their fault. And when I mention white collar salespeople, I'm, ma- I'm mainly talking about your attorneys, your CPAs, your dentists, your plastic surgeons, uh, insurance brokers and real estate brokers. They see themselves more as salespeople as the previous four uh, industries I mentioned or specialties I mentioned. But even insurance brokers and real estate brokers have this challenge of adopting the salesperson role. And that's what I'm really talking about today. There is a salesperson role that the business owner needs to adopt. And what is that role? Well, if you have a business, let's say you have a a dental clinic or a CPA firm and you're, you're, you're calling it a business. And what is the definition of a business? A business is an entity that moves a product, good or service to a buyer, to a consumer, to another business owner. And that is the definition of a business. Now, to have a business and to work the business is two separate things. And that's what I believe is sort of the mental block. Okay, so you can have a CPA certification you can have a a, a dental license you can have a law license you can have a medical license to to practice plastic surgery 
Same thing for real estate or same thing for insurance. You can have all these licenses, certifications, and degrees, and you can be in business. Meaning you can go down to your state, you can complete uh, paperwork for an LLC or for an Inc., or you can you know, go to your local county and, and get a permit uh, to perform that service that you're good at, that you went to school for. Okay, so that's called being in business. But to cross the line and say that you are working the business, those two are like night and day. So night is you, you, you are in business. The daytime is that you're working the business and to work the business is a, is a strict requirement. Working the business means you have to uh, take the beginning part of your business, which is called that we call it in the formal business world, in the formal sales world, we call the beginning of this, this pipe, a pipeline. We call it a pipeline where you are pushing people or pulling people. I like to use the word pull for a certain reason. And if you ever become a three, two, one sales system and business development client, you will understand what I mean by pulling. Uh, you want to pull people through this pipeline such that they start as being someone who you meet. They move to the next phase where uh, they show some interest in your product or service. And how is that? Well, primarily because you have told them about your product or service. And that's a big one, folks. You got to tell people. I mean, there's many ways of telling people about your product or service, but some of these ways are so diminished. Some of these, these ways have like 0.00001 of an impact of that person ever becoming your client. And that first method I'm talking about that has like one out of 100 of a, of a, of a, of a, a chance probability of people becoming your business is social media. I hate to say it. I know I broke some hearts, but social media, if you're selling a big ticket, high priced item is the least effective method of growing your business. Now, I'm not saying you might get one transaction a year. You know, you may get lucky and, you know, you might find that person that's in that 7%, that 7% category. I talk about that on, on another podcast. I won't mention it here, but you might meet that one person that's in that 7% category and that person goes oh I love your logo for your company I think I want to be your client okay now that's a stretch that's like very imaginative that's not going to happen often that's my point that's not going to happen often that someone says I love your logo. It, it speaks to me. Here's my $5,000 for your service. You know, that's that's like Huckleberry Finn stuff. That's like Disneyland, you know, um, you know, Mickey Mouse type stuff. It's not going to happen. It's very, very rare that someone does that. Okay, so, man, I hate to break people's hearts. When it comes to uh, small business owners, white collar small business owners, Selling big ticket items that start at $1,000, $5,000, $15,000, $35,000. It just doesn't happen that way. So the next ways 
you know, of, of contacting, you know, websites and, uh, you know, things like that. So the next part of the, of the, of the pipeline is the prospecting and prospecting is finding out if this person you just met at the bookstore, you just met, is there a bookstore now? I don't even know. Maybe bookstores are obsolete. Not sure. But you meet this person some way, somehow. Um, and this person, you, you speak with them and they find and you find out through asking them some just very informal questions that this person may need your service. And then you find out this person may qualify to purchase your product or service. Very important uh, that the person can afford to buy your service. Uh, and there's a lot I can talk about there, but I won't. <laughs> For the sake of time, I have to get out of here and, and, and start work. But you find out that that person has an interest in your product or service. So what do you do next? A lot of people, you know, what they do is they continue to talk for an hour about uh, their product or service and the person runs away. Sometimes, uh, you know, uh, literally they run. <laughs> uh, sometimes they run mentally away, meaning that they check out while you're talking with them. They start fidgeting. They start reading the newspaper. They start looking at their watch. They're looking at their phone. And you're just talking away about your product or service. Okay, so don't do that. That's a freebie. Don't do that. When a person says that they have an interest in your product or service, within about five minutes after you, you know, finding that out, uh, you become cognizant of, of that fact uh, or that possibility, then trade information, make the appointment. Make that appointment with that person. Don't talk to them for the next hour about your product or service and why you are the best CPA, you are the best attorney, you've done millions of Brazilian butts, you know, in the last, well, not millions, maybe a hundred over the last maybe a couple of years. I'm not sure if Brazilian butts are in high demand, but nonetheless, don't talk to them, to that person a lot about Brazilian butts for an hour. And uh, so now, okay, so now you are working the business. You are working the business. You're not just in business, but you are working the business. And guess what? Working the business has some, it has, some, it has a mental strain. You know, there's, there's hardly going to be a business where you can like, okay, I got to, you know, connect with these people. And this is going to be so easy. It's not going to be mentally draining. I'm going to be able to do this with no problem. Okay. So even with three, two, one biz dev, you know how 